Ladies and gentlemen, how's everyone feeling? I'm David Sariro, and I am so delighted to welcome today on the show, on the camera, first time, uh, the lovely, lovely Lana Scolaro. She is one of the best DJ I've ever heard. She's a phenomenal producer. She's a great singer. Like, you listen to her voice, it's the summer all year long. That's basically what it is. And uh, she has also a tiny, small qualities that she's dropped that gorgeous, you know, which is, you know, which doesn't hurt, as we say. She's a strong professional. She is a dear friend. She's super talented. She's taking some time today. It's very late for her. And she's in London, but she's with us today. The lovely, the gorgeous Lana Scolaro. Lana, how are you, my dearest? So much, David. You're always uh, speaking so highly of me. It really makes me feel special. It's an honor to be speaking with you too. Uh, I'm great today. I've been running around doing errands. Uh, I'm in London actually working on my EP. So I'm super excited about that. And we are very excited to, to hear more of you. So I had the pleasure to, to interview you a couple of, uh, what, what is it, two years already on iHeart, if not three years? And, and always, always, always a pleasure. And you're always coming with, with so many great music and you're entertaining so many uh, people. So I would love to know what, what's new with you? What have you been doing? Because I know you signed with Sony at the beginning of this year. You released this amazing new single called Charlie. And I invite everyone to go on the platform to listen <laughs> to it and to share it. I want 10 million streams by the end of the week. 10 million streams, at least, okay? So tell us, what have you been up to? Thank you, that means a lot. Um, well, Charlie, yeah, I mean, at the beginning, if I'm gonna be honest, uh, I was super happy. I signed with Powerhouse, uh, who worked with Sony very closely. And I, I was a bit nervous at the beginning because I was always doing Tech House and producing Tech House and Techno and uh, just singing on my own, in my own little world. But I was always into producing. And uh, Charlie was something which wasn't really my genre at the beginning. It was more pop and um, commercial, as you'd say, like radio style. So I was kind of nervous. I said, you know, this kind of isn't my thing. I thought I was selling my soul. And, uh, but at the end of the day, it turned out super well. I mean, it's only been a couple months and I had 200,000 streams over that. So I'm really, I'm actually quite happy with it, to be honest. Um, and right now I'm working on, uh, right now I'm working on some trap soul kind of, uh, I've been doing this for a while and I just haven't really um, engaged with my audience with it because I don't want to confuse them as with my DJ work. So uh, it's very exciting. It's uh, kind of, it's very slow, dark, uh, you know, very live ambient kind of slow music. So I'm really excited about that. And you kind of uh, renew constantly your, your style and, and your genre. Uh, you always stay true to yourself, true to your, I would say, your signature, the Lana Scolaro signature. But also you, you are, I was going to say growing, but it's not really growing. It's like really evolving in a way uh, to uh, every time some different uh, beautiful colors in, in your music. It added, if you allow me, even some, a little bit of urban uh, touch a la Billie Eilish. Yeah, I mean, that, that's uh, honestly before Billie Eilish uh, kind of blow up, blew up, as you'd say. Like, I mean, I always kind of, 
I always loved her voice and I realized I never really sang as an, as an artist. Like I was always kind of shy. And then I realized I, I've never taken singing lessons ever. And then when Ian Barter, who I'm working with now, who worked with Amy Winehouse, um, I was introduced to him two years ago and I was going through a very dark, dark phase in my life. I mean, I lost a few friends and then my father was having a heart surgery and I got detained from the US and I was just, it was all happening at the same time. So I was in London and I was just, it was like an angel brought down to me. I was introduced to Ian and Ian really, really believed in me. And he's given me, you know, taken the time to spend like seven hours with me in the studio, just producing live, listening to my, I, I mean, I write my own music and that's why I'm really excited working on this EP with him because it's, it's coming real from my heart and it's something that I've always wanted to put out and I've just been too shy because I want to get it completely right and spot on. And there's only some, I, I can't really hit high notes, you know, I'm not Mariah Carey, but when Dre, who is uh, Post Malone's manager. Nobody is, nobody is Mariah Carey, you know. <laughs> but there is, there is <laughs> only one Lana Scolaro also. <laughs> Thank you. No, but when Dre said, you know, I went on tour with him at Post Malone last year in February. And when he said, you know, my friend actually played one of my songs that I did with Ian. Um, and he said I sounded like Billie Eilish in it, and that was like a major compliment for me. So I just kind of kept going. And then after I got the 200K streams on Charlie, I just, it motivated me more, you know, because I felt like my music wasn't good enough and I maybe should just stick with DJing. And then obviously when it came to the lockdown, coronavirus, all I was doing was production. So, because that's all I really could do and I enjoy it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm super excited about this. It's something I've been holding in for a while. So I'm really excited to get it out and make sure it's A1. And, and we are all very, very excited for you because you have a wonderful fan base. People really adore you. Do you know how many girls would love to be like you? So <laughs> okay. many women. I'm sure a lot of people uh, uh, must say, you know what, I, I dream one day to be, uh, to be like you, to be <laughs> Lana Scolaro, that, that we love so much. So I understood so. The DJ thing is a little bit on the hiatus, obviously, because, you know, all the clubs are closed, you know, all over the world. But you became very, even more productive because you did, you spend more time, obviously, in, in the studio. Um, what do you think is, is the, the future uh, for you, the future genre music where, where your music is, is going to go? Well, it's actually funny you say that. Um, so I think... I had this discussion actually yesterday with Ian and with my management, uh, Henrik, who was who the chairman of uh, Powerhouse. Um, and you know, I asked, I asked uh, Powerhouse before, obviously I said, look, can I, can I do my own thing on the side? Cause I really want to bring out my own stuff. I don't want to just release remixes. Cause I feel like I have more to give than that. And I, I really love it. I enjoy writing and singing and, you know, I have way more to just show that I want to, bring out to my fans and audience on Instagram and things like that. So what I'm going to do is work on acoustics with Ian and then perhaps remix them with Sony. So it's like a two way thing. So I'm also an artist and a producer. And I mean, it's a lot to take on, but I think I can handle it. And if maybe I don't remix it, maybe someone else will remix it. And just, you know, it's like Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift started with country and then she went on to pop and then, you know, artists change their vibe all the time. So it's like, you, you can do anything, really. I don't believe you have to stick to one thing. So, yeah. Everybody, 
I totally agree with you. And, and the fact that you became a producer, do you think it also uh, made you a better DJ? Because you really do the music from really its roots. You know, you're not getting the sound and working with it. You are building also the sound. Do you think that the fact that you're a producer makes you uh, and will continue to make you a wonderful DJ more than you already are? 1000%. I'm so glad you said that because actually production, I mean, I did a production course. I mean, my dad actually forced me to do a production course in Ibiza when I was 13. And uh, I did a point blank course and I never liked studying. And even if it was studying music, there would be a bunch of other people in the class asking so many questions. And it was like, sometimes they would ask questions that I already knew and I didn't want to sound arrogant or anything. So I said to my dad, look, like, don't waste your money on these classes. I'm going to just YouTube and like, if there's some things I don't know, then I'll figure it out. And I ended up just learning like how to produce through friends and just like figuring it out by myself, reading books. And it's actually, it, it comes naturally, you know, like I ordered the Ableton push and native instruments and like I got the whole thing set up and I was so into it. It was like an addiction for me. So I, uh, yeah, it makes me want to go back to Ibiza right now, to be honest, because that's where all my equipment is. Um, and yeah, that's when I went through like my hardest times. I think it was like two years ago and end of August. That's when I really, I still have some unreleased tracks that I produced like in a cave in a studio I rented out and it was like literally had a, it was a cave with a bed inside and I was really going for a dark phase because I lost so many close friends like due to accidents and it just really, oh I don't want to talk to anyone. I was just in a hole produ producing and I still haven't released those tracks either. So mm. yeah, I feel like these two years have kind of, especially lockdown has just kind of it's really made me focus more. It's, done, it's actually done me good. I mean, yeah, because I, I, I was distracted a lot before that. So I'm happy with, uh, with the way it's going now. And I'll never forget that someone actually told me, you know, it may take five, 10 years to even get a hit out. And you know what, I'll never, I'll never give up because I absolutely adore music. And no, but let, let, let me tell you something, Nana. It's, it doesn't have to be a hit you know, to be, to be enjoyed, you know, and it's so subjective these days, you know, it's so subjective, you know, you can have a million views on YouTube and, uh, you know, doesn't mean that you make a living with it, you know, all year long. I you are very, very successful. People follow you. I, I watched you in Mykonos in uh, in many many places uh, entertaining uh, audiences in the um, in the french riviera next time you go you better call me and uh, you know <laughs> in, in paris in in london in many many other places so you know um this is your hit if it's a hit for you it's a hit for everyone you know and all your music including your most recent uh, beautiful masterpiece i really love it uh, charlie uh, t tell us, by the way, about uh, Charlie. Charlie, is it the name of uh, of someone? Is it? Uh, uh, t tell us a little bit that 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 story. So Charlie actually, uh, it came around because you know the lyrics is, um, "I love to party." It's like treat me like a queen all night. You know how to do me right. Every day is a party. Nothing like Charlie. No, I didn't have an ex boyfriend or a lover called Charlie, but. I don't really want to talk about why it's called Charlie. No, because be I, I, I can call the Russian mob to find every Charlie who's around you 
to kidnap him so that all the way is available, you know? <laughs> no, no, so, so. Secret. <laughs> so, 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 so how did you, how, tell us about that track, like how, with, how was it born and, and uh, how did you write, with who did you collaborate? What was the, the process? So I collaborated with, uh, with some, some big uh, artists in uh, Sweden and um, it was actually brought with me with Powerhouse and we were working together and it was very difficult in those times because obviously I couldn't go to Sweden, we couldn't work in the studio together so it was all like through Zoom calls and through this and it's very hard to do that through music. So, you know, I did like the baseline and uh, we were like working together, sending each other, you know, um, stems and it was just a whole thing. And once we got the hook, that was when it really kind of popped off. We were super excited about it because we thought like this hook is super catchy, especially for the younger generation. I mean, like I had a lot of people doing TikTok videos and things like that of the song and it really just, I, I didn't think it was going to... Um, really work that way because I don't I think it was going to work that well to be honest because like I always like putting out things that I like but then at the end of the day you have to give your audience excitement too not just yourself but you're doing amazing I really love to uh to to be around you and to to listen to your music and to listen to your your universe because uh, you you do things that are very sophisticated you know uh, very modern and very very trendy and every time I listen to to your music or I watch all the things you're doing I'm like you're the woman who is the most up-to-date with fashion you know what I mean uh, with all that beautiful environment and when I hear your music I I imagine fashion shows I imagine are you you know also into into the the, the fashion world uh, uh, and it's funny you asked that, and I'm, I really appreciate that you said that. And I was super upset with this year because, I mean, my thing was also to, I mean, I did it, I played in a bunch of um, fashion week after parties, fashion week events. I mean, the only one I really got to do this year was in uh, January. And uh, I was at Boom Boom, and it was like an after party for a big, it was like an after party for the Off-White show or something like that. And uh, I love doing that too. And I love, I'm obsessed with fashion. Like I'm always up to date on the latest trends. I mean. Right now, I'm not really like. <laughs> no, no, but that's that's your power, you know, Lana. That's your power. Is that even dressing like this, you look like a million dollar. You know, that's oh. really, really the power uh, of your. So, so you enjoy you enjoy fashion. You enjoy, um, of course, uh, producing, DJing, doing all these great tracks. So, what what is next for you before we start to say uh, goodbye to each other and we listen to your um beautiful music um here you are <laughs> so be before no no that's okay uh before we start to uh listen to your beautiful beautiful music uh and we start to say unfortunately goodbye to each other because i don't want to keep you too late in london um i would love to know uh what is next for for the lovely lana scolaro um, thank you for asking that. I actually have some really exciting things coming up. So uh, I have a tequila company which I'm launching because I genuinely just love tequila. And it's something I've been working on since last year. And uh, I actually went to the distillery. And uh, I'm not going to tell you the name, but it's coming out soon. And uh, the health benefits, Google them, by the way, of tequila are amazing. <laughs> and, uh, 
I just, I'm really excited about that. And I think I'm going to, you know, work with that with my music and everything. Cause that's like my favorite drink. So that's one thing I'm working on is like my tequila company. Um, and another thing that I'm working on is also, I've been trying to approach, uh, I'm actually in touch with some charities to, you know, kind of start a, start a end of, end of violence and like, you know, promote peace, more peace in the world. So I'm doing that distributing hoodies and things like that because I love hoodies and I feel like a lot of people during the lockdown have been wearing gym wear and sports clothes and hoodies all the time. And um, actually a big uh, inspiration for me was Pangaea and I've been buying a lot of Pangaea hoodies because every, every hoodie that you buy, I mean, they plant trees and I think that's such a nice thing. So I kind of got the idea and I thought, you know, why not do something with ending violence to the world? So I'm working on that right now. I'm working on the manufacturing of the hoodies and working with some charities and every, every hoodie that's sold is going to be donated to the charities that are, you know, promoting peace in the world. Well, feel free to donate to a charity that I support. It's called For the Wellbeing <laughs> of David Cerebro. You know, <laughs> it's... Well of David forever. Yeah, it's 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 a good chat. No, but you know what? Your your music is is peace, and your personality is peace. And we need more of you. We need you in New York. We need I, you. I, you have to come to New York, Lana. I mean, you know, if you come, you know, I I, I dream to see you on stage here in New York. New Yorkers want you. They love you. Um, I hope to see you soon. It's funny that it's me, uh, a foreigner, who says, please come to America, you know. But yeah, I'm in America right now, so I'm working on my entertainment visa, and uh, hopefully by the end of the year, I mean, this year has been a tough year for everyone, I think. So next year will hopefully be everyone's year. And when I come back in New York, uh, I will for sure let you know, and hopefully would have released some great songs by then and have everyone, we can all make a big party together. As I said, before the end of the week, 10 million <laughs> streams. 10 million streams. Just so you know, if we have 10 million streams, Lana, 9 millions might come from me alone, you know, because <laughs> I'm, I'm your number one fan. You know that. I love, I love what you do. As always. And it's been two years and we're still... We're still strong, so I'm really happy still to. Strong. And, 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 I love, and I love to see you growing and growing and growing every day. And I want to say for all the people who love you, and there are so many people, they ain't seen nothing yet. Because I know this is only this of what you will do, of what you're capable of. And, and this is only the, the, the beginning. And again, I'm so grateful for, for your time. Uh, I'm gonna let you let you rest. I know you had. With David, and thank you so much for the motivation because actually I really needed it. And the, I mean, I'm sure this year has been tough for everyone, and I hope everyone's staying safe, staying st staying safe. But uh, yeah, I mean, the motivation coming from you is really helpful. So thank you. Thank I needed anytime. Sure. I'm here for you. But right now, this is the beautiful music of our dear friend. We, I love that woman. Let me just say, I love her. I love her. I Lana love you. Scolaro, she's gorgeous. You're all going to fall in love with her music, her personality, her soul, her talent. Follow her on all social media, on Instagram. She's all over the place. She's absolutely um, amazing. But most important, you know what? Just do a little share. 
on, on Instagram, on Facebook, on social media, from music. It really, really makes a difference. And, um, you know, it makes us feel that we're not alone uh, in this difficult time for all artists. But Lana Scolaro is here for you to make you happy. You're going to be satisfied. Right now, this beautiful new track by our dear friend Lana Scolaro. Charlie coming up and more music right after. Stay tuned. Thank you. Yeah, here's my go-to. Yeah, whenever I feel blue. He gets me every time. He reads between the lines. Yeah, that is what he do. Yeah, here's my go-to. Yeah, whenever I feel Ciao! 